This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's a Minimalist Monday edition of Optimal Living Daily, episode 423, Inbox Minimalism by Ethan Waldman with TheMinimalist.com, and I'm Justin Mollick. Happy Monday, and welcome back to Optimal Living Daily, or the OLD podcast, where I read to you from some of the best blogs I can find and get permission from, mostly covering personal development and minimalism on this show. We cover a bunch of other topics in the Optimal Living Daily podcast network, which includes three other shows. Definitely subscribe to those if you like the format of this show. And today I have a post from The Minimalists who have a film that is streaming on Netflix called Minimalism, a documentary about the important things. I believe that's only available in certain countries on Netflix though. It's definitely in the US, but I'm not sure which other countries. If it's not streaming in yours, you can find more info about it at minimalismfilm.com. But today's a guest post, so not actually written by The Minimalists, but close enough. So let's get right to it and start optimizing your life. Inbox Minimalism by Ethan Waldman with TheMinimalist.com. There is a strange desire for more within our culture. More apps, more programs, more devices, more ways to pay, more places to subscribe. As a connected society, we're constantly being offered more and increasingly specialized products. Having a camera app isn't enough. We want a camera app specifically for taking pictures of documents. Having a PDF reader isn't enough. We want a special app that can scroll the PDF and read it out loud. Having a text editing app isn't enough. We want a minimalist, distraction-free writing space that plays meditation chimes in the background and has customizable keyboard sounds. Okay, that last one might be an exaggeration, but you get the point. We're faced with an ever-expanding field of digital things to have. While it can be highly valuable to find just the right tool for the job, we get distracted by the very process of looking. We spend hours reading websites dedicated to telling us about new great things. Yet after all this searching, I've come away with a dramatically opposite conclusion. Use less technology to accomplish more things. If you're a regular reader at The Minimalist, you don't need me to tell you that less can often be more. Less possessions means less things to break and replace, less to buy, and more money saved. A smaller house or apartment means less time cleaning and maintaining, more time to pursue your passions. In everyday life, we hear the phrase, less is more, so often that it's become cliche. But the number of people who actually live a less is more lifestyle are few and far between. Of course, when it comes to paring down, some areas of our lives are a lot easier to address than others. Getting rid of the majority of your possessions is difficult due to the emotional connections we have with our things. There's one area that I think is relatively untapped in which adopting a more minimalist mentality isn't too difficult and offers huge gains in the form of time savings and stress reduction. That area, email. Think about it. For most of us, our email inboxes are the epicenter of our lives. 
personal and professional communication all mixed up in a stew of disorganization. The newest things are on top. Older things are pushed to the bottom or onto the next page with no regard for importance. Most are things that don't require immediate action, things we could read later, file for reference, or delete right off the bat. Before I address this problem in my own life, the volume of email I received created the perfect opportunity to procrastinate. I could avoid responding to the more important messages by cleaning up and moving around the unimportant ones. The task of maintaining my inbox took precedence over actually taking action, as critical items would get pushed down the page and I would deal with the junk that just kept flowing in on top. This task was complicated by the fact that I had both personal and professional emails all flowing into the same place with no system for determining which was which. The solution to my problem only came after I realized that I didn't need any other product, app, or gadget to solve it. The tools that I needed were already built into the mail program I use, Gmail, and I only needed to learn how to use them to create a better system. The basis of my system is what Gmail refers to as filters. A filter is a set of actions that you tell Gmail to enact when it finds a message that matches specific criteria. If you get a message like X, do Y to it. Simple, but powerful. Over the course of years of experimenting and trying things out, I developed a system that keeps my inbox automatically organized. The changes I've experienced as a result have been what you might expect. Of the time I spend dealing with email, I spend the majority of it writing or responding to important messages. I spend a small fraction of it actually organizing or finding the important things. They are automatically called out and highlighted before I ever open my inbox. Gmail is by far the most popular mail service out there, but do you think that most people using it have created a system that organizes their email? Doubtful. What's holding you back? Just like getting rid of your possessions, deciding what email is important and what email isn't forces you to choose. You do have to let go of certain things and decide they are less critical than others. It's this process of letting go that people often have trouble with. Some of the things I ultimately decided I could let go were all social media email notifications, nearly all email newsletters, all deal or coupon notifications, and all message board notifications. This list may be a starting point for you. The point is that every person must decide for themselves what they are willing to forgo seeing at the top of their inbox in order to gain more clarity and focus on what they define as important. But where to begin? Focus on what's important. Create a folder or just use the star in Gmail to start collecting samples of messages that you find are important. Do this over the course of one or two weeks and you'll soon have a good sampling of what should be high priority in your inbox. Now you can look through them and determine how you'll teach Gmail to treat the message. Is it from a specific person, certain domain, specific subject? Does it have an attachment? These are all criteria that can be used when you create your filters and teach your inbox to organize itself. I'm sure you know someone who keeps every single message in their inbox. They never move things into folders, they never delete anything, they never organize, and they defend their system. They don't wanna change because they see no need to. They're happy living with an overflowing email inbox, just like other people are happy living in a house stuffed to the gills with things they never use, or a smartphone overflowing with apps. In my own life, I found that my inbox minimalism rippled into my business and personal lives. The time it took me to respond to important things decreased and everybody was happier as a result. Less email truly became more time. At the end of the day, the choice is yours on what, if anything, you decide to implement. I promise positive effects of your efforts will be felt in and outside your email inbox. You just listened to the post titled Inbox Minimalism by Ethan Waldman with TheMinimalist.com.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And again, that's a guest post on their site, so not actually written by the minimalist, but still valuable. I actually changed to Gmail from my normal optimallivingdaily.com email address because that was getting hard to use and Gmail has helped a lot. And something really awesome, I finished narrating the audiobook Everything That Remains for the Minimalist that's available now. And as a bonus thank you, they gave me 60 books. That's six zero books, 20 of each of their books. So needless to say, you're gonna benefit in the form of giveaways. If you're not already on my mailing list, now's a good time to join to be a part of those. Just visit oldpodcast.com and enter your email address to be in those raffles. You'll also get other freebies from me like spreadsheet tools and whenever I find free audiobooks and Kindle books, I share them in that newsletter. So again, just come by oldpodcast.com and enter your email address there to join. It's totally free. And I'll leave it at that. I hope your week is off to a great start. Thank you for being here and listening to me and for subscribing to the show. It really means a lot. And tomorrow... And Thursday, actually, I'll be reading excerpts from books and giving away those books. So make sure you hear those episodes. I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits. Hey, this is Dan from the Optimal Finance Daily Podcast, which is a lot like this show, except more focused on personal finance. Justin handpicks the best posts he can find from blogs and authors like Ramit Sethi, Mr. Money Mustache, and more, and I read them to you five days a week. So if you enjoy this podcast, come on over and subscribe to Optimal Finance Daily too. And together, we'll optimize your financial life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us, and remember, your optimal life awaits.